Anthony Hines. For the last many years, I have gone out of my way to try to share my experiences with people because experiences not shared are experiences that are no longer looked upon. And they are experiences that are wasted. Okay? So, I'd like to take a few minutes today to talk to you about public speaking or speaking to a group in front of the auditorium or room or, or area where you have to be the one in the front of the room. There are a lot of premises that people feel when they, before they, before they get up in front of the room, they feel very subconscious a lot. They, they feel like that they're not worthy of doing these things. They feel like that everybody's looking at them. Can I tell you something, people? That is all garbage. Absolute garbage. All of it. Here's the deal, people. The people that are in the audience are there for the subject. You are there as a conduit for the subject. Okay? You are not there to be looked upon and as as they did on Howard Stern with a pointer to to go over any flaws that you have or the like. The fact of the matter is the people are there for the subject. So don't see yourself as the center of the attention for the public speaking. See yourself as the conduit. And that way you'll really not feel so subconscious and not feel self-conscious, I'm saying. You won't feel self-conscious because of the fact you'll understand that you're just the place where the electricity is going through. Just like a, a plug, right? And so the fact of the matter is that what your responsibility is, instead of worrying about people looking at you, your responsibility is making sure you deliver a passionate, information-filled speech that makes people excited about the subject. And if the subject is mundane, make sure that your delivery is mundane, but loud enough for people to hear, as well as one that has changing tone and changing volume of the communications so that people won't be in a monotone situation and lulled into a daze, okay? It's always good to bring your levels up and down so that people will have to listen, okay? So you want to do what you are in charge of within this speaking engagement, and that is to make sure that you present as best as possible, no matter what the subject. And if it's a subject that you're really into, that you really like, let that passion show, okay? Because think about this, when you went, when you have gone to other speeches and listened to people, right? I bet you, you could not think back and remember a physical detail of 99% of your speakers, unless it was outrageous, 
But you can always remember the speaker that has a passionate delivery. The people that care about what they're speaking about, those are the people that are successful public speakers. Passion is key. Delivery is key. Also, keeping the tone up and down so that people always are engaged and are asked to re-engage if they're not engaged. Okay? Then there are a few tricks. For instance, some people like to give their speech from the back of the room. That way the people in the back cannot get away. And the people in the front, they are now doing something a little bit different. So sometimes you may want to give part of your speech from the back of the room and maybe move up to the middle or move up to the front. Basically move around the room so that you are engaging the people not only with your, their ears but with your their eyes. So instead of running away from the fact that you're the presence that's giving the speech, embrace it. Embrace the fact that you're the present, presence giving the speech. Embrace the fact that you're passionate about the subject. You know, give give people some stories that that will bring the subject matter to life. Maybe stories from your experiences. People love hearing stories about experiences. Bring that to life. Okay? So, again, instead of looking at yourself as the center of attention, make the people in the room the subject of the attention. Make the people in the room want to engage with you. Change your tone. Have some lightness to your conversation. Show the confidence that you feel. And instead of the fact that you're always looking for something that could go wrong, Think about how well it's going to go. Visualize yourself doing well in this speech. And when you get up there and you first take on the room, own the room. Okay? When you're giving speeches, you have to own the room. And that's with passion, knowledge of the subject, as well as engagement and moving around. You also need to have a presentation that works with your style. If you're giving a lot of detail in the conversation that you're saying, you don't really need a lot of detail in the slides. Let the slides be something you work off of. And let the slides be something you improvise off of. If you want people to see certain text, put that on the slide go quiet for a minute, tell people to look at the text and read it, and then give it 30 seconds or a minute, even though you may, it may seem like a long time, and make sure that everybody has read this. But that's up to you to present that way, okay? So instead of being afraid, instead of being showing a lot of fear, being ang instead of being anxious, I want you to embrace it. I want you to see yourself as the leader who brings the information to the people. You're the conduit, the person that's bringing the information. Remember, the people are there for the information. They're not there to see you. Okay? 
presenting. They're not there to see you. We can go on and on about things like look at the ceiling, and then that way you don't you don't get nervous about eye contact. If you really have to do that, that's fine. But the fact of the matter is, if you know your subject and you're engaged with your subject, guess what? Everything else is going to come easy. And remember, you have experiences. You have stories. Make sure those stories, if appropriate, and, and if they back up what you're talking about, are part of it. And even the more ironic stories you have, or the more bizarre stories, the more interested that people are. That's just the way people are, right? They don't want to hear mundane stories. They don't want to hear real vanilla or, or stories without a lot of pop to them. If you've got some stories that have some great endings or some twists, bring them to your presentation. Don't keep it only about the, the data. Bring it. Another point is, make sure that you have a lot of pictures, a lot of colors in your presentation. Make sure that when people are looking at their graphs, they can read them. If there are graphs, make sure the graphs are big enough for people in the back of the room to read. I can't tell you so many times I go and I listen to speakers and they go, oh, I didn't realize that you couldn't see the graphs or I didn't realize you couldn't see the picture. Sorry about that in the back of the room. Well, guess what? You've just lost the back of the room and probably the middle of the room because they're saying if the back of the room can't see, then I, I can't see. Okay? So my point to you is I want you to say and test and look at things and then go to the back of the room and making sure that you can see it from there before the speech as part of your prep. And if it's information that you want the back of the room to see, as they say, you may want to present it from the back of the room. Okay? Public speaking is not something that is to be feared. Public speaking is something that you are to galvanize people. It's, it's to bring people together to make them feel like it was worth their time to come and speak with you. It was, it's to make them feel that it, they are learning something. So the fact of the matter is that it's up to you to make sure that that presentation is engaging, lively, and passionate. And that only happens if you're not afraid of what you're talking about. And you're not afraid of people looking at you. They're not interested in you. They're interested in the information. Okay? Sometimes people get asked to do speeches at the last minute. And they're not prepared. Make that clear to people. Hi, I'm covering for this person who usually does the speech. Let's work this out together. Let's look at the slides together. And then we'll have an interactive conversation. I'll help you. You'll help me get through this. Let's have a, a conversation about the subject. Okay? And that way, everybody works with you and shows empathy towards you because you have just been given the assignment the last minute. 
show the vulnerability, show the fact that you are just learning and you're not as sure as the information, and use the slides to be your guide. Remember, the slides, if you're well aware of the information, can be a trigger, right? They'll give you your stories, they'll give you your passion, they'll give you the like. But if you're not aware of it, they're your guide to allow people to have a good understanding about the subject. And if you don't know it, make it clear to people that you don't know it. And then it becomes a more of an interactive item. Regarding questions, that's up to you of how you feel comfortable. I personally can keep on track, so I tell people, go ahead with their questions anytime. Because sometimes I feel that if you don't do that, people forget their questions at the end. And they're so busy thinking about their question and how they're going to say it, that they only think about the question and they don't think about the subject matter. So let, in my opinion, the best thing to do is let people speak and let people have their questions answered right away. That way you'll re-engage them and they'll be back in the conversation. Okay, now you got people in the back or in the side that are having a side conversation and they're not listening to your speech. Well, you can do what your fifth grade teacher did, or my fourth grade teacher did actually, which would be stop what they were doing and stare at the person until they stopped talking. Or you could call them out quickly and ask them to please not talk in a nice way. You can let them continue and let other people kind of ask them to do that. Or you can do nothing. Personally, I like to nip those types of conversations in the bud by telling people, hi, um, is there anything I can help you with? Or is there a question that I can answer for you that, that the whole group could learn from? Because if one group sees that conversations are happening, other conversations are going to start happening. And you're going to lose the room. Remember, you own that room, people. You own the room. So if you own the room, then you own all the actions going on in that room. Right? Now, regarding cell phones, if you're the type of person that can be easily distracted, then it's fine to tell people to please put their cell phones on mute or vibrate so that you're not constantly interrupted with rings. Okay? I have no problem doing that. Because it is just a distraction when people get a call during their during the speech. Hey, understand some people to get out of the speech I having people call them or calling themselves just to get out of the speech, right? Those are the people that don't want to be there and you don't want to talk to them anyways. Just saying. Every once in a while you'll get someone like that, right? Remember, the people are there to hear about the subject. So you are there to present about the subject. It's not about you. It's about the subject, your passion, and your delivery. That's what people are there to see. That's what people are there to hear. They want an organized presentation that they can learn from and gain from. And then, you know what? 
they're going to tell 10 people to go and listen to you or they're going to tell other people that the subject matter was great and that the delivery of the person was really good. Right? No one's going to care about what you look like. No one's going to care that you're dressed a certain way. They care about the passion. They care about the delivery. They care about the subject matter. Okay. Now my favorite part of this. The person that continually asks and continually is a distraction. I love those people. Because they're so needy and they're really wanting of attention. Oh, I love those people. I, I, when I have people like that, I engage with them. Okay? I ask them questions and I continually go back to them during the subject matter and I ask them what they think because that is the way to keep those people neutralized because when you ask people what they think and they're not ready for it, guess what? You got them off guard. And these people that want to be a distraction, they're no longer a distraction when they know that you own the room and you're going to be going back to them and it's not on their terms. So you can do what I do, which is just torment them. Or you can say, that's a really valid point. Let's talk about it after the meeting. If you want. Or you can give the give the person a reference do some reference material will they find the answer you can do that but to be honest I'd rather neutralize them because in my opinion that keeps the room engaged because it's probably not the first time that they've been with this person and they've seen them manhandle or her manhandle other speakers nah, they're not going to manhandle me I own this room and they're not these I'm going to make sure that the people are engaged and the people are getting the information they need. Okay? So remember, people, you're driving the ship. You're driving the car. You're driving the plane. You're not there to be looked at in an aquarium or in a glass bowl. You're there to drive. You're there to present. And you're there to engage. And you're just the conduit. That's the way you got to see it. And when you do, make sure that you practice and make sure that if you're doing a speech more than once, you take some notes and you reflect after the meeting, the first few, and you go, what can I do better? You should really be doing this every time you give a speech. What did I miss? What could I do better? Because that way, you'll continuously improve into a, a very good speaker. And as long as you don't let the internal voice tell you that people are looking at you and that you look at it instead as being the conduit or the person delivering the message, you're going to be fine. You're going to be great. You're going to do a fabulous job. But remember, your responsibility is to be passionate, be knowledgeable. If you're not knowledgeable, let the people know. Then it becomes interactive. Control the room and take the questions when you feel comfortable as well as moving around and making people show 
that you really care about the subject. You can do this. I know you can. Because the fact of the matter is, some of the people that are the greatest introverts off the platform or outside of uh, being with people are great on stage or are great in the presentation. You can do it. I know you can. My name is Anthony Hines. I do what I can to provide people with career development guidance as well as with job search help. Okay? I only ask that you spread the word about these podcasts. They're all available on podbean.com and that you become a patron and donate to allow yourself to get access to all my podcasts. You can also join my LinkedIn group, which is called the Anthony Hines Job Seeker Survival Group. What that is is a group of professionals that are working, some in transition, as well as a group of recruiters that are always interested to help you in your job search if you're in transition and really looking to get some guidance. This group is great, people, and we're adding people every day. Thousands of people are in this group, and it's growing all the time. We also add articles, and all these podcasts are also available there on the day that I create them. Plus, if you'd like, one of my resources can critique your resume for free. Sure, if you have them rewrite it, they'll charge you, absolutely. But then again, if you don't invest in your own career, who's going to invest in you, right? And the fact of the matter is that you can email me your feedback, your resume, comments, anything. Because I love feedback. I love comments. I love to hear what people think. It's kind of my thing. You can email the, that to ahines 0001 at gmail.com. That's ahines 0001 at gmail.com. Remember, people, your career is your responsibility. No one else's. To sit back and think other people will handle it for you will be wasted time and lost opportunities. And also, if you know people that are in transition, please pass on my information to them because I have a lot of job search tips and a great job search checklist that I send to help people get their job search moving. LinkedIn has recently named me as a subject matter expert on job search. They send me people and I send them my checklist and I say good luck. All I can tell you is, as I say, your career is your responsibility. And also, regarding the people in transition, I will never forget that feeling. So I am very committed, and I mean passionately committed, to ending unemployment one person at a time. Have a great day, everyone, and hopefully this presentation on public speaking will help you. My final request is please spread the word about my podcast, about my job search tips, and about everything that I offer to people. 
because I've been doing it for many years and I have a lot of items to help people that need it. Remember, an experience not shared is an experience wasted. Have a great day. Come back and listen to my other podcasts and I look forward to your feedback. Bye now.